0: Welcome to Conspiracy, the show with your hosts Adam Todd Brown and Connor McSpadden.
1: Your Hey, everybody! Welcome to conspiracy the show i'm adam todd brown
0: i'm connor McSpadden.
1: we are your goddamn hosts
0: yep steering you through the storm
1: yeah the storm that depending on your interpretation of the storm if you're one of those QAnon types, maybe you think we are literally. Oh, yeah. What is the storm? What do they think? That, what, what's that storm code word for in QAnon land? It's, it's this operation that's supposed to happen where a bunch of people on the left are going to get rounded up for being uh, operatives of Russia and pedophiles and just international criminals.
0: Gotcha. It's and, like Order 66 in Star Wars, but for like right. liberals.
1: But it, it, And it's Donald Trump working in tandem with the Mueller probe. whoa and like that's the real aim
0: some of the best shit on the internet is like just facebook accounts of people like yeah my life my wife left because of q but i mean that that's not gonna stop me from getting (laughs) to the truth all right that's all i have it's all i need like just people that have thrown their lives away by just believing way too hard in this guy.
1: yeah it's the there's a a, an aspect of that called 10 days of darkness where Uh i don't know what it's exactly supposed to be but some sort of uh, silence that happens, and then all these arrests. And when the government shutdown started, people were like, is this it?
0: Is it the storm?
1: And it's been 30 days now. So,
0: Well, uh, I mean, it's a uh, slow-moving cold front, but it's coming.
1: <laughs> it's in dog days. Yeah. That wouldn't... I don't know if that math would work. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Hey, what are we mon-talking about today?
0: Bam, bam, bam. shit nicely i'm intimidated to even right yeah
1: i know pulling out pulling out the my closer
0: that's like when you're doing class projects and the kid before you crushes so hard you're like i kind of just phoned in this whole thing about frog and toad what if they had a, (laughs) a bicycle shop together fuck
1: that was me every time because I went to a school where kids were just starting to get computers. Oh yeah, so there would always be that one fuckstick stick who had a printer and his mm. shit looked all professional.
0: Yeah, with this fucking Peggy Hill Macintosh back at home. Yeah, I fuck uh, that kid. That was when I. That's when I officially dropped out of community college to become a stand-up comedian. I had the geology of the solar system class, and we had to do a presentation. And I, we really just, my group just didn't fucking do it, you know. Uh, uh, so this guy just says, "All right, I know it's going to make this presentation good." and th- these are just dumb community college guys right. two and three you know and he just goes presentation background music i've got my phone and this bluetooth speaker so we'll play it underneath us the whole time to make it more compelling and i said that's the best we got you do it <laughs> and then i improvised this whole story about going to the the launch pad and going uh, and you know yeah it, and we ended up getting like an a plus and i'm like why am i not being with charlatanizing on a more organized professional level this is not the place for me i mean, (laughs) I mean, I pulled it off, but I'm wasting my talents here.
1: That I on uh, last one of the daily podcast episodes last week, I told a similar story about how, like, the first time I knew I could write and that I could maybe just write for a living. I was in eighth grade and I had to do a book report about Martin Luther King Jr. and Uh I did not read the book, but I I was like, I'm in eighth grade. I know enough about Martin Luther King Jr that I can write 500 words about it, and this teacher's not going to go back and read the book and make sure I'm not just making this shit up. No. And I got an A on that.
0: Oh, yeah, because she's like, oh, he's just pulling out details no one else even got, and you're like, because I made those up, you stupid (laughs) bitch. How do you like that? Yeah,
1: it was pretty great. So this week is uh, kind of a continuation of last week. Last week we talked about the Phoenix Project and the Philadelphia Experiment. Especially,
0: yeah, and the uh, all offshoots of Project Rainbow uh and weird right. government, uh like battleship naval invisibility technology, yeah, and the alleged phasing in and out of the universe, the crazy side effects, the uh, teleportation, the crew members catching on fire for eighteen hours, <laughs> eighteen days, eighteen day. Oh yeah, I forgot, silly me, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, no ability to put the fire out.
0: What a weird amount of time. If you were like, it really, th- if is. you were like three days or six months, I'd be okay. But I mean, just eighteen days. Yeah, of firing fire. Eighteen guys. days
1: of fire. Yeah, coming soon from the people who brought you QAnon. Yeah,
0: eighteen days of fire. <laughs> the new Adam Sandler conspiracy <laughs> vehicle it gets a DUI and a UFO.
1: <laughs> I'd watch that shit.
0: That's on Eight Crazy Nights is actually a pretty good movie.
1: Yeah, it is. So when we left off, the Phoenix Project and Project Rainbow, which was the project behind the Philadelphia Experiment, they had teamed up to try and figure out why the Philadelphia Experiment went so wrong. Yeah. And to give people who are uh, listening for free, we love you anyway. Just some background if you didn't hear the last episode, which you fucking better not have. If you're not paying.
0: Yeah, you better not you better not be pirating.
1: Yeah, if you did, tell us where.
0: Home taping is killing the record industry. <laughs> exactly.
1: Okay? Home fucking is killing the porn industry.
0: <laughs> That's a good bumper sticker. <laughs> we got to go back in time and get in on that dollar. That's what I'm going to do if I get the Montauk Project. I'm like, take me back. Where? Milwaukee, 1978. I've got $1,000 to make. <laughs>
1: It's a lot of money in 78
0: oh yeah dude i could buy myself a whole fucking big ass boat of a car you know would have paid your rent for a year probably probably could have you know gotten uh you know some sort of uh leisure suit (laughs) i
1: guess (laughs) those were huge back then
0: Uh, and for a good reason they look good (laughs) as shit
1: so that this project they had figured out allegedly by 1967 what went wrong with the philadelphia experiment and how to fix it and they go to congress because the, I should run through a little bit of that. The, the Philadelphia Experiment, they were trying to make a ship invisible, the USS Eldridge. Mm-hmm. And allegedly, they made it invisible, but it also teleported to Virginia for a while came back there were dudes embedded in the walls yeah big fiasco
0: and what's like the most unbelievable part is that it would just teleport to another body of water somewhere like it would like if it really just teleported randomly it'd probably phase you into a black hole somewhere you know like
1: downtown la oh yeah
0: how fucking like if you just like watchman's battleship (laughs) dropped that would be pretty fucking exciting
1: yeah so they figure all of these glitches out allegedly, and go to Congress, and they're like, "Hey, we figured it out. Let's uh, let's keep working on this." And Congress, knowing what happened with the Philadelphia experiment, said no. They refused to fund it any further. Yeah. So the people had, who had done all this work, coming up with basically a device that can control weather and moods at the same time. Yeah. That was the culmination of all this. The the government tells them no shuts them down as the government does i
0: was about to say none of this sounds like anything that would happen in this situation like you know the the black budget researcher trying to refine his dangerous idea (laughs) congress (laughs) going whoa sounds a little bit too gnarly for our blood (laughs) (laughs) very very dubious right very very dubious
1: and so that's what leads us to the montauk Project, Yes. Which is a conspiracy theory that alleges there were a series of secret U.S. government projects conducted at Camp Hero or Montauk Air Force Station on Montauk, Long Island. Most
0: unbelievable part is any sort of technology in Long Island.
1: Yeah, that part is crazy a little
0: bit out there because i feel like they don't get any further than a zoltar from big machine yeah that's their like that's their god
1: at least it's not like staten island that would be weirder
0: (laughs) that would be weirder
1: uh and the purpose was to develop psychological warfare techniques and research involving time travel montauk is the basis allegedly for the netflix series stranger things
0: yeah which i have not seen
1: the working title was montauk if they had kept it as Montauk, I might have watched it.
0: I thought Montauk was that Jamaican uh, AM radio show.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to Welcome Montauk. Welcome to Montauk. Today on this show. <laughs> blah, 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 I would listen to b- Montauk.
0: Yeah, Montauk radio. <laughs> That would be a pretty good name for a conspiracy podcast. There are yeah. probably a few more scrolls down from us on the UpRocks Best Conspiracy <laughs> Podcast article right. out now.
1: Which we did not read except past the first, except which the... has an adorable picture of Connor with yeah, my we... dog, Winter. Yeah, a
0: nice picture of me in Winter when I had my weird mohawk. You yeah. Know, it's good.
1: Appropriately, there is a fan sitting next to you trying to build a computer.
0: I remember <laughs> well, that moment. While I help and do nothing. <laughs>
1: none of us helped
0: we've been coronated by the kings everybody
1: (laughs) so the story of the montauk project and this is this is what makes it so suspicious i kind of mentioned this last time is a lot of the things alleged to be happening or that did happen on montauk in long island uh, comes from the montauk project book series by preston nichols And Nichols claims to have recovered repressed memories of his involvement in experiments at Montauk and claims he is periodically abducted to continue his participation against his will. Immediate problem. The publisher of these books, which is (laughs) SkyBooksUSA.com. Sounds legit. Their tagline where science fiction meets reality oh okay all right
0: i like that uh yeah this is the sources are repressed memories so you open up the index and it's just like uh page 86 the uh uh, interdimensional cthulhu uh that came from the uh, nightmare i had uh (laughs) after i ate all that mustard before bed Hmm.
1: yeah not the most reliable source i don't that i feel like the philadelphia experiment in general there's a lot of I don't believe most of it. You know, it's cool. I think it
0: just stuck because it's so cool. Sound like all the all the shit that happens is so cool. We're like, ah, just a fun one. We don't need any sources.
1: And it sounds great. The oh, name, yeah. the Philadelphia Experiment.
0: It's just vague. Where it could be anything. You yeah. Know? You're like, yeah. Ooh, what is? What are they doing in Philly? Are they putting Lay's potato chips in the cheese steaks? I gotta know. <laughs>
1: I don't know if I saw that movie when I was a kid. Probably not. I just remember because it came out in '84. Yeah, you were eight. eight, right? So I remember hearing it, and I'm, I've always been familiar with the name, the Philadelphia Experiment.
0: No, I, I, I knew known about Montauk. I didn't really know about the uh, the precursors to it. You know where I first heard of Montauk? I was like that kid at the mall with the Green Day shirt. who couldn't sing a Ramon song. You know, <laughs> I, I I wasn't. I I didn't have a fully balanced uh, conspiracy diet as a young man
1: you know where i first heard of montauk was uh the what's the jim carrey uh eternal sunshine of the spotless Mind. oh
0: yes yeah yeah
1: what a great movie it's oh yeah one of my favorite movies but they talk about montauk in a very different way
0: oh it's, yeah 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 there's that, that one movie. scene that was also a very good jay electronica mixtape where he raps over the score oh really yeah that was his first uh, project it's very it's haunting <laughs> <laughs> nice if you want to hear someone be really good at something and really insane go listen to that and get sad
1: <laughs> so yeah they present this stuff in the montauk project book series as yeah maybe it's real maybe it's not you decide they've never officially said the books are fact or fiction sidebar are you familiar with the found footage movie ufo abduction i am not it is it's probably the first found footage movie it came out in the late 80s okay and it is just like video like 80s video camera footage of a girl's birthday party and then oh god (laughs) and then they start seeing like lights flashing out in the woods and then the last scene aliens walk in yeah and one of the conspiracy theories around the time this came out was that it wasn't it was actual found footage where it was footage of an actual ufo abduction yeah and when it got posted to the internet the government was like, no, it's well, a movie. Yeah, it's funny. We're going to release it as a movie. It's a
0: crazy movie. <laughs> And that's like that uh, cannibalism movie that was so real looking the people got oh, like arrested
1: yeah. and they're like no we're just we're, we just got good at special effects you asshole what the hell Yeah, Cannibal Holocaust I think it is.
0: Yeah, I have not I'm way too squeamish. Yeah. I did not watch
1: it but uh, I've never seen it. UFO abduction you could watch but I don't know why you would. It's a terrible movie. It's yeah, boring. it's boring. Yeah. It's very boring.
0: I'll stick with my Elvis getting into a golf cart from Faraway clips. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this is kind of along the same lines as UFO abduction, where it's a thing that has been presented as not real, but people are still like, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. So the book claims that the Montauk Project is an extension of the Philadelphia Experiment, which we talked about on the last episode. And that's how these two things tie together. Uh, eventually, they, they come together as Project Phoenix 2. We talked about Project Phoenix a lot on the Philadelphia Experiment episode. Yeah. And basically when Project Phoenix went to Congress to get funding and Congress said no, the the next move was to kind of bypass Congress and go directly to the military. Yeah. And, say, and just
0: say, hey, you got that prescription pad?
1: <laughs> uh, and the military was all for it because this was... What? Yeah. Can you believe it? No way. And they, they bypass Congress, they pitch the military, military officials directly, and the military agrees to set Project Phoenix up in a secluded area to conduct the research and to provide the equipment and personnel needed to keep operating. And the location they settled on, Montauk Air Force Base, located within Fort Hero on Montauk Point, Long Island. It was isolated. It was out of use at the time. And it was fitted with a SAGE radar system, which the the radio signals—I'm sure everyone already knows this—the radio signals required to get inside the human consciousness operate on the 425 to 450 megahertz range, and so does the SAGE radar.
0: So that's the defrost chicken setting on the microwave?
1: <laughs> exactly. It's the pizza button. Yeah, that's— <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call the fat clits. <laughs> and what this meant is because the SAGE radar was already there, but was an obsolete piece of military equipment, mm-hmm. they could use it, and no one would wonder why.
0: Yeah, it was like if uh, you know someone was like, oh, I'm going to use this typewriter, and they're like, oh, I don't give a shit. And you know, are yeah. like, ha-ha, it's actually for <laughs> demons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so they, they basically, as the story goes, convert the SAGE radar into... A big radio Sand, which we talked about last episode, also, yeah, which is a device that is alleged to be able to send good and bad orgone energy to control weather and control moods.
0: So Tesla coil for magic orgone energy, right? You know, yeah.
1: So they get all this set up on Montauk, and the the project takes on a new name, Phoenix Two. Which sure. That's a good sequel name.
0: Yeah, why not? Pretty by the book. I mean, they did. I mean, they had to go to the military, so there were some budget cuts, and that went to the naming guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The way they got the money is one of the craziest uh, allegations in this story. Basically, it's alleged that at one point during World War II, we were transporting Nazi gold that we had taken by train through France, and someone blew up that train Killed 51 American servicemen and made off with that gold.
0: Yeah. It's like that um, The Northern California armored truck robbery that the Nazis got all that funding from.
1: I don't know if I've ever heard of that.
0: Oh yeah, there was like some big armored truck robbery by some white power organization in you know NorCal, like back in like the nineties. Oh wow! And then they—I forget all the details, but they just uh, that basically like funded the white power underground gang network because they had you know four million dollars liquid capital or whatever.
1: Yeah, people always—I think people tend to discount (laughs) crime when it comes into how certain entities make money. I was reading a thing the other day about North Korea. They have stolen. Something like $570 million in cryptocurrency over the past five years. Oh,
0: yeah. They just got like a little uh, boiler room full of people trying to find abandon- abandoned Ethereum wallets and just, you know, a regular yeah. that shit in.
1: They, they just tricked a guy in Chile into basically giving them access to that entire country's ATM network <laughs> because he thought he was uh, doing a job interview and they were like, download the software on your computer that's how we send you the application it was literally called application pdf.exe and he was like all right and it wow. was malware that just gave them access to the entire computer that system.
0: file name is like a wily coyote tunnel painted oh, onto sure. a rock <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what do you think was gonna happen <laughs> nothing to see here flowers dot you know. and
1: on his computer his work computer no less oh of course well you like, got it you take that to an internet cafe or yeah something. go apply
0: well also you're applying for jobs on the job that's not right. exactly great
1: <laughs> so yeah one of the allegations is that we're the ones who blew up that train mm-hmm. because we wanted that gold but we couldn't just take it
0: no because it's supposed to you know there's channels for how it's distributed through right. interpol or whatever
1: so we we wanted it so we blew up the train and we took the gold
0: yeah and, seems pretty pretty easy
1: and that nazi gold is what funded project montauk
0: wow well that's what brought in all that negative organ energy i gotta figure
1: what i don't like about this theory is that means we held on to that nazi gold for like 20 years oh yeah because that we're just doesn't... like
0: we're saving this for when we really need some fucking secret money <laughs> You know,
1: and I yeah, I don't think the government works that way. I feel like we would have spent that shit almost right away.
0: Oh, I'm thinking of my new great conspiracy of the show character. Hi, this is Hugh Hauser with Nazi goals. <laughs> <laughs> so you burn people.
1: How does that work? <laughs> uh, so yeah, this th- that's one of the allegations, and then also the Krupp family, which is a German family that made munitions and weapons during World War II. They're still in business uh making all sorts of shit now. What what's this company again? Krupp. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Krupp. Which I thought made coffee, but that that's obviously a different. Well, it's one of these that where like
0: during World War II, like IBM made machine guns, you know? Right. It's like there's a bunch of weird shit like that. Yeah.
1: And after the Nazi gold money ran out, it's allegedly the Krupp family that kept this going because this starts Project Montauk starts in 1969. The Krupp
0: family is the one they all look like Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Meet the Krupps. Yes. And it ends in 1983 with a a crazy, crazy experiment that rips a hole in time. Yeah, or even the. You uh, remember when that happened, right before Chicken McNuggets came out? (laughs) Yes, yes. How we got them. Between
0: Robocops 1 and 2, there
1: was. (laughs) So let's talk about some of the experiments they allegedly ran first they brought in various military and civilian personnel to work on the project a lot of them familiar with the sage radar system
0: yeah the outdated technology uses the uh the base for the uh the whole Oregon blasting
1: exactly and early in the project it was noted that the general mood on the base would change according to the frequency and pulse duration of the radar system
0: they were cycling
1: and i've in reading through this i always like How did they test that?
0: Yeah, like, everyone, like, they had those happy face, like, graphs where it's like, circle,
1: which one are you feeling today? Did someone just go through the crowd and, like, try and make conversation, and everyone's like, shut up?
0: Yeah, where they, did they look at the Spotify numbers and see a lot of streams for the Smiths?
1: fucking love the smiths
0: oh me too man they're like yeah uh, seems as though there's quite a bit of joy division going on <laughs> around here
1: what's uh, everyone all right should we have a meeting so this prompts them to start experimenting with what frequencies would bring out what responses of I- course yeah. in people and what they would do is they would put people in a room and they would direct the sage radar at that room <laughs> and by altering the frequency and pulse of the radar They could make a person laugh, cry, angry, or sleepy, and then the the mood of the general base would also change in accordance with...
0: Some of the background, uh, the radiation... That's funny those are the four those are the four main things you're trying to do to the enemy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Trying we to want,
0: make them on their period,
1: make them cry. <laughs>
0: yeah. Make <laughs> them cry, make yeah, that's it's kind of interesting that they they could dial it in that specifically. And then, like uh can you can we make it so it reactivates his gambling problem? Like how, how finally <laughs> could we tune it in?
1: And what do you do when you have a whole team of the enemy crying? You can't like run in and start arresting them because you're gonna run in the direction of that beam also and you're gonna start crying.
0: Yeah, you'd have to get some sort of hazmat suit and <laughs> bayonet them, you know, so you didn't accidentally catch bitch itis.
1: Get in a Faraday cage.
0: Yes. Oh wow, Faraday cage.
1: There's a callback. That's for the uh, that's for
0: the conspiracy BDSM people.
1: <laughs> so yeah, this all sounds fake to me. Oh uh, yeah, nothing about it seems
0: <laughs> seems super believable uh i mean i i could believe that they thought they could do this because they would just run with stupid ideas and throw money at them you know right like i would buy that they maybe they thought they could like, well if we get it in maybe 436 megahertz is the one that makes you shit your pants and miss your dad you know like yeah i could that i could see but the fact like them actually doing it and pulling out i'm like
1: yeah and this like i used to always say about mk ultra like well why did they keep going if it wasn't working and then on last episode, I talked about budgets and how yeah, sometimes yeah. you just spend the money so you get it again next year.
0: Oh, sure. And it's like, if you got a cush gig just giving people LSD and laughing at them, I mean, you probably yeah. grow to love that job.
1: And it's way more comforting for me to think that the government was just spinning its wheels that whole time.
0: Than actually hitting, like, fucking, like, re- like researchable right. pay dirt with any of these projects. Yeah. That's and- a- that is more comforting to go, like, oh, they're just wasting all of this fucking blood money they got right. from the, the various concurrent wars. Right. As opposed to actually learning how to you know, make people sad with a but laser. But at least
1: Manchurian candidates aren't real.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> but they are. hmm So uh, whatever the case, the next step was to try and use the sage to control thoughts. And they were allegedly able to do this as well. But there's not a ton of details on exactly how. No. They did that.
0: There's no. There's no like. There's no. We misfiled these papers and then they showed up here and they they right. redacted that. That could have been this. It's a lot of just. This is what they say it was and who said it. I don't know. The first guy with the fucking uh, angel fire uh, the website. <laughs> kind of. You know. It's all passed down from the angel fire tomes.
1: And maybe it's addressed in the Montauk Project book series, but there's, like, ten of those books.
0: Yeah, and it's like, who and read all of those? If you think... It's like Animorphs for guys that don't bathe.
1: If you think we have enough of a following <laughs> for me to put the time in to read ten books to research one episode. I mean, oh, no.
0: This ain't Dan Carlin, yeah, all right? This yeah. is Wendy's.
1: We're going to have to be putting up, like, Mark Maron numbers before I'm doing that.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't read 10 books in the last five years, <laughs> so I mean uh, you you tell me what's going to happen there.
1: I haven't, I, I didn't realize I was signed up for Audible
0: oh so you the, got 500 credits you haven't used i
1: had six credits and they emailed me today and were like you can't keep that many credits at once which why
0: yeah the, this weird sort of like uh, anti uh like infl- i'm
1: hoarding them for the apocalypse
0: yeah that's like those weird deflation monetary techniques they use where it was like uh the older the money your money is the less it's worth to try to stimulate the economy yeah. like back in like you know like fucking like the 1800s or something i think england did that where they're trying to get like things moving up yeah. it's very strange yeah, because I've I, had the same. I just
1: downloaded a bunch of shit. I've had the same fucking email with Audible, and I'm like, "Why? I bought it, you fuck! <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> Stop." So it's worth noting that bathing people in microwave radiation is super dangerous, Ugh. which is something that anyone listening. Whatever, to this, Al. We need
0: more power.
1: <laughs> anyone listening to this would be like, "No, they would have just been giving people cancer, and all those people would be dead by now." What th- the way this book series addresses this is that. Uh, some test subjects were baked yeah like not baked like i am right now but like cooked (laughs) from the inside out by radio waves and uh that's called burning radiation but what they found is that the back of this radar emitted non-burning radiation but it also worked in the exact same way and that you could use it to control thoughts so that's convenient
0: that this is literally the explanation they have is a well. What if we per, put put the batteries in backwards and now it's a shrink ray? You know, like yeah, it's yeah. like SpongeBob Deus <laughs> Ex machina sort of yeah. They reasoning.
1: just turn it around. Which even then, turning it around, why are beams going? Why is it coming out the ass of it? Nothing on the back that should
0: be shooting beams. There's out. an emitter on the front and maybe I mean right. through reflection it would bounce off a surface and go behind it eventually. It's, you know, that's the nature yeah. of light and electricity and everything else, but why would it do that? <laughs> it's
1: a very suspect detail that I feel like someone added later on down the line. Yeah. when we learned more about how radiation works. And someone was just like, no, that would kill everybody. Oh, okay, I got it. We turned it around.
0: Every time, like, uh, well, actually, the Bible predicted global warming because it mentions fire (laughs) here. And it's like, well, or or, or are you just trying to make it seem better?
1: (laughs) Right. So eventually, this testing, uh, it's alleged, progressed to trying to control and influence large groups all at once, which uh, army units were brought in for R&R, which I think means rest and relaxation.
0: Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, I believe so, yeah.
1: And they became test subjects, because who wouldn't want to go hang out on Montauk Point in Long Island? I mean, maybe they have nice beaches. I don't know.
0: I mean, that's honestly probably still one of the better getaway spots in Long Island. Oh, for sure. At least there's stuff to do, like be burned inside.
1: They also tested on people in New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut, so that's fine.
0: Yeah, get some of those wasps.
1: Programs, you know, those New Jersey
0: wasps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Programs were written that allegedly allowed for everything from creating simple mood swings to increasing crime rates, inciting violence, and causing mass panics. And are there no incidents that they can point to?
0: Yeah, they're not going to be like, yo, the LA riots, that was us. You know, yeah, or, I could take credit for something, but like, you take a page out of ISIS's book here, CIA.
1: And I, like, that seems like an easy thing to say like yeah. I'm sure there have been mass panics that are in the news they could just tie that but you don't get any of that with this and they're just uh, like it
0: worked and lord knows I mean the population of New Jersey isn't emotional and uh quick to <laughs> act without thinking there's so many that you could have any number of demolition derby shootings yeah. could have been attributed was there to Monta.
1: Springsteen album out that day. Yeah. People are going to be fucking excited in New Jersey. Baby I was born to be radiated. <laughs> So with that, once they figured out how to control crowds, they move on to making it more precise. And that's when the Montauk chair becomes a thing.
0: Yeah. This is what I read about. This was like the shit that fucking a young Connor McBadden was into.
1: It's, it's basically a guy sitting in a chair that is also a device of some sort. Yep. And if he focuses hard enough, he can see what's happening at a remote location or possibly enter the consciousness of a person at another location and control their thoughts and movements
0: it's the being john malkovich chair right you know yeah yeah, and the, the, the and the, the uh, version I read, which again was on like a GeoCities Angel Fire page, was about how he could just make whatever was in his imagination real.
1: Yeah, by yeah. Sitting in the chair that that comes up also. It's uh, basically the what what people say is the ITT Worldwide Communications Corporation, owned by the Krupp family, mm-hmm. was able to turn this. Previous device into a mind reading and mind control device well
0: they tra- they did it straight on they did it backwards when you go sideways, right. it reads minds
1: <laughs> It explodes your head if they point it directly at and you
0: and then uh, the the other sideways is you get to be the Ben Ten kid and pick what <laughs> alien you want to fight
1: as. And a a Cray 1 supercomputer, I didn't even know they were using that phrase back then. Yeah. <laughs> was used to turn that information into something a person could understand. It would read an electromagnetic field and turn that into something a person could read. It would translate it. Right. Yeah. You know. And some of the technology used to build this, of course, provided by aliens.
0: Where, are you, where else are you going to get it?
1: Right. No longer anti-Semitic aliens, No, apparently.
0: These, are, these are good, uh, you know...
1: We gave them all that Nazi gold.
0: Globalist aliens. Don't want everyone <laughs> to get along.
1: Uh, specifically aliens from the star system Sirius, which is the same star system that beams new indie rock to my car radio, <laughs> which I really appreciate. Yeah, that's
0: the star system where Howard Stern makes all the <laughs> hot, four-tittied women just sit on Sibian machines in zero gravity.
1: And, yeah, this device was called the Montauk <laughs> chair. A psychically active person... Would be placed in the chair, and it would allow them to beam their thoughts to a remote location,
0: like ventriloquism of the brain. Right. Yeah. And like some sort of me- mega mind, Jeff Dunham.
1: And these were allegedly people who had undergone rigorous training through the CIA to become, uh, to to reach an altered form of consciousness.
0: Yeah, to steal their uh their their personality against the uh, the terrors of radiational amplification. Right. You know.
1: So a, a normal person couldn't just plop down in the Montauk chair and start projecting their thoughts out to other people.
0: I'd be too weak. Don't even try it. I'd be too weak because it, the things that I would be imagining would be like, what if a bald guy was eating your pussy and you rubbed his bald spot and, <laughs> and the magic eight ball thing showed up and said, try again later. <laughs> and that would appear. And then I'd go insane because of how funny I thought it was. And they'd be like, no, <laughs> we need some more. We need men made of sterner stuff than this McSpadden kid. <laughs>
1: So, this, uh, this device allegedly focused on the primitive mind as opposed to the conscious mind. It suppressed the conscious mind, made the primitive mind more active. The primitive mind is highly suggestible, very controllable, and tends to act by focusing all its power on a subject, allowing for much greater displays of power than the conscious mind. Uh, literally, that's how the secret works. Yeah. Is Is that just,
0: you know, you're programming your caveman brain.
1: Your subconscious and your subconscious just brings all that shit to you.
0: Yeah. Which is like, I guess that's the part of the brain that you can manipulate is just a hungry, horny, sleepy, you know, corridor. Right. That's not dealing with, you know, the esoteric nature of life and death and all the the stuff that we have the burden of grappling with as, you know, more evolved, like the the forms of intelligence. Yeah. But I mean, (laughs) but how do you fucking... How do you just like put that... How do you make a USB cable that goes in there and makes monsters real? Like That's where you'd lose me.
1: (laughs) Right. Elon Musk is working on it.
0: I hope so. I mean, (laughs) I want to do something fun in that super tunnel.
1: So after realizing the Montauk chair worked, at least in terms of beaming thoughts to other places, researchers move on to a new goal. They want to see if a person can create a solid object out of thin air using only their thoughts. And I did not put the guy's name in the notes let me go find it
0: yeah because that's Quick. when you uh you can just like imagine something and just like bewitched it wiggle your nose into existence which is like I guess with the most outlandish thing just the apparating physical matter with your your thoughts through some sort of 1980s radio dish you know it's yeah it seems like uh, like hacking into you know the Federal Reserve with a Sega Genesis it seems impossible <laughs> you know just on site
1: Duncan Cameron is the the name of the guy who allegedly was psychically active. And did most of the Montauk experiments yeah. from the Montauk chair. It was the
0: Mr. Wolf that called in when they needed the guy with the the big brain. Right. You know, to come clean up the uh the experiment or the uh you know the science or whatever.
1: And one of the things he is alleged to have been able to do was to create objects just by thinking hard enough. And they talk about like buildings being created, and it's like, we'll take a pic it's not it's like the seventies yep. by now. <laughs> snap a pic yeah we
0: had film we had all this shit you know
1: (laughs) you should be able to document all of these things
0: there should be a bunch of pictures of guys with short sleeve white shirts and black ties
1: with glasses and flat tops going oh shit looks like we just became god this is problematic everyone's smoking yeah that's the main way to let people know a workplace is a 70s workplace everyone's (laughs) smoking
0: yeah, the uh, set designer Adam Todd Brown here. <laughs> no, that is always the best. Is when you're like, man, it, we were so good, we could figure out how to split an atom, but we didn't know that inhaling fucking fire all day would be bad. I'm
1: old enough to have worked at a few places where you could smoke at your desk. Oh wow, dude! I Jealous. did. I had a telemarketing job that was just in perfect the perfect b- smoking job in the back of a room of a like in the back room of a storefront
0: yeah you're like you're next to crates of oranges you know
1: people fucking smoking like crazy it was such a nightmare
0: oh man that sounds awesome just making calls (laughs) doing a line every that's your sales bell every time you actually move units. you fucking
1: (laughs) (sighs) so yeah this guy was apparently able to create objects out of thin air there was also the seeing eye experiment in which a subject was given a lock of hair or other object belonging to another person. And if they concentrated hard enough, they'd be able to see and hear everything that person could see and hear, no matter where that person was.
0: Yeah, so you can kind of hack the, uh, the webcam, Zuckerberg style, of their brain.
1: Right. Right. And so naturally, the next step is going to be time travel. Of course, yeah. Where else do you go once you're sending thoughts across the dimensions? You got to start sending dudes. Surf that wave and go fucking make some sports gambling money. Yeah, whatever. You know, I love that. Get
0: your parents to fuck.
1: How about? I love that. Recently, there's been a, a debate breaking out online about the idea of going back in time and killing baby Hitler.
0: Oh yeah, cuz Ben Shapiro made some sort of pro-life thing about it and that's I yeah. saw baby Hitler trending and I'm like, we got nothing better to talk about.
1: Yeah, which I do get it because I don't I'd I'd maybe kill like teen Hitler.
0: Yeah, but baby Hitler would be a little
1: that be like, like how would you do it? Like you have to think about all the fucking like I don't know, big rock, I guess. <laughs> it just be a baby there in front of you. Yeah. Uh, Shot put him.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe you steal him and adopt him and try to raise him good?
1: Yeah, bring him back. Yeah. Get get him in art school. Enroll him in that fucking thing where you just have to draw tippy the turtle. They'll take anybody.
0: Yeah, you just you just Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking uh I the, the Mori Povich Commercial Art College where yeah. it's like if you can trace this tree, then you can be Picasso. Just
1: <laughs> I actually I sent one of those in once like no, fuck in yeah. my 20s in this traveling salesman showed up. He had to be like seventy years old. Oh, sad. And was real like I almost did it because you I assume you do learn some decent stuff about drawing. I'm but, sure yeah. I'm sure you don't But learn it was nothing. like hundred and fifty dollars a month and I did not have that oh, at that yeah. time. This was like late nineties. I also Let's- sent one in when I was eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, you're eight. But, and like,
0: uh, uh, keep it up, slugger. They send you that note that's supposed to go in yeah. the back of your uh, book about all your success later on or whatever. Because you
1: know? they would, when you sent those in, they would actually give you notes and send it back to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were like, you're eight. You can't enroll. But also, like, your shading here was off. And it's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, fuck you. I'm eight. Hey, remember where the light's coming
0: from? <laughs> coming out of my ass. I'm fucking, I'm, I don't even know fractions yet, dick.
1: So with the Montauk chair. They eventually turn it into a time travel device. Yeah. As the story goes. Sure. And subjects were able to open portals to any point in history just by concentrating on the date they wanted to go to.
0: Which, again, if that's your, like, fucking GPS is just thinking really hard about March 7th, 1955, (laughs) that seems improbable.
1: Right. And with that, the project becomes Phoenix 3.
0: Well, how do I, they- I think
1: they pushed the franchise one too far, <laughs> if I'm being
0: honest. Yeah, Bill and Ted's excellent te- te- teleportation adventure, <laughs> for sure. And from
1: 1981 to 1983, the project focuses solely on exploring time itself. Yeah, a lot of meat on the bone there. That's You could probably cover all the time in two years. Researchers kidnapped large numbers of homeless people as test subjects. Now, this part, I, I believe. To, yeah, that... <laughs> This is right out of the playbook. And if the next sentence was, that's why deinstitutionalization happened, because we needed this crop of homeless people that we could focus on this project. Uh, Hey, Reagan, could you free up some crazies? (laughs) I would 100% agree that that's probably Can you
0: cook the books a little bit on human (laughs) suffering so we can make a space chair? Well, okay. I'm Ronald Reagan,
1: and I'm in hell, and I'm here to tell you about bacon. (laughs) And crack. Nothing tastes better than bacon. So they research, the researchers kidnap all these people and just send them through time travel ports. (laughs) Imagine being a
0: homeless and then all of a sudden <laughs> you're fucking Cleopatra has a scimitar at your throat. And like, where did you get these garments you're wearing? And he's like, good uh, but banana potato. He can't even talk to anyone in his time.
1: But how many times have we read stories about a homeless dude who gets arrested and police are like, he said he was here from the year 2044. I know. It makes you think like, <laughs> is are they? Were we just montaking them all over the place? <laughs> Canaries in the coal mine of fucking time. Uh, If they returned, they were to report on what they saw. Most of them did not return. Oh, no way. So you're just stuck in a different time as a homeless person, possibly in a time where they're like, what's a homeless person?
0: No, you have to go to the only time it's worse to be a homeless person the past. (laughs) Second worst place is right now. Third worst place, fucking uh, Magna Carta, England.
1: (laughs) It's also claimed that large numbers of children All males between the age of 10 and 16, and all with stereotypical Aryan traits, were sent to the year 6037 AD to investigate a ruined city, and more specifically, a horse statue that was there that's got to be Denver. Got to be. There's no other place. That has to be- That's
0: probably one of the biggest statues of a horse in the world, for sure. Right. You know?
1: And how comforting is that? That it's that... not till like six thousand that we have to go fucking look into that. Thing? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like the idea that we still—if the—if the cities are crumbling at four thousand years, that's a pretty good run for us.
1: Yeah, we did all right.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but that's got yeah, that's got to be Denver. That's got to be Warhorse. Good for you, Warhorse. Still standing in sixty thirty seven. Oh, absolutely.
0: Why didn't that thing collapse? Yeah, I mean, fucking, we're talking superior conspiracy engineering. <laughs>
1: So let's talk about the end of the Montauk Project. It finally ended August twelfth,
0: nineteen eighty-three. When Yoko came around, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which you'll note is uh, August twelfth is the date that the original Philadelphia experiment happened yes. in nineteen forty-three.
0: Yeah. So they wanted it. They they really they're into just like clean forty-year anniversaries. You know, right? Like the Sgt. Pepper reissue twenty years ago today. <laughs> oh wow! Well, look at that.
1: And on that date, a portal was opened that connected Montauk Base with the USS Eldridge forty years in the past during the original Philadelphia experiment. Sure. And for some reason, it's at this point that people working on the project became uncomfortable with its goals and decided to throw a wrench in the gears. I can't believe this cr- this story is about to get crazier.
0: Oh yeah, it's like just- we're
1: almost done. We've covered so much crazy shit, and it's just about to get. we've
0: already reached enders game (laughs) five even more homophobic edition you know but now it's like where do we go how do you escalate but they do it
1: so the when this wormhole opens to the original philadelphia experiment everyone decides someone on the base decides this is too much we have to shut it down and the way they do that is to whisper Some unknown phrase into the ear of Duncan Cameron, who is the one who had opened this portal. And this code phrase caused Cameron to release a monster from his subconscious. Yep. The creature named the Beast from the Id materialized as a large, hairy monster that smashed its way around the base and ate everything in its path.
0: Now, if you can imagine 12-year-old me reading this and going,
1: it has to be true! (laughs) Uh, <laughs> and at this point project members start cutting cables and conduits in an attempt to sever power to the base and shut down the project
0: i remember sending this exact story to like this girl i liked that i was emailing <laughs> with and she's like what are you doing over the summer i was like i've been reading about this you know just, <laughs> no idea that that's not what you sent to a girl you like <laughs>
1: And so once they're able to shut everything down, apparently the monster disappears. Mm-hmm. I guess that yeah, was...
0: it's uh, it, it goes back to the land of id.
1: Sure. And a year later, a team of black berets, which that just sounds ominous. Oh yeah, we know the green berets are the ones we always think of as the good guys. What do the black berets do? I mean, yeah, secret shit like this.
0: They're like fucking, uh, you know, or Section Thirty-One in Star Trek. They just they do all the the sketchy shit.
1: Right. And they were sent into the Montauk base with orders to shoot anything that moved. After that, they clear after they cleared the now, base. Unfortunately,
0: this was after the Furby craze, <laughs> and it led to a lot of accidental deaths.
1: A second team moved in to remove any equipment deemed too sensitive to abandon. The underground chambers were sealed and eventually filled with cement. Base was abandoned and donated to the state of New York as a park.
0: Yeah, and the, I remember the website that I was reading back in the day. was about this guy who was like, I went hiking there, and I wish I had my camera, I, but I swear to God, three black helicopters start f- hovering right above me, and I start running away. <laughs> I was like, whoa.
1: Why wouldn't you take your camera,
0: though? Yeah, I was like, man, I wish that guy had his camera, because that's <laughs> definitely
1: real. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, I. I feel like most of the information out of the last two episodes is mostly made up it yeah. feels that way it feels
0: dubious to even call it information <laughs> <laughs> most of the it's fan fiction this yeah. is government fan fiction you right you know but it's it's hey i fucking it's cool uh, that's that would be cool you know
1: yeah i mean we know the montauk base is real it's out there
0: yeah but if the, is this what ha- i mean did they try to do like i like the most i would believe is that they tried to do this like right. some dumb shit thought they could do this
1: yeah, and I wouldn't doubt that we have some of our radar-dodging technology that we have now out of experiments like this. But
0: Oh, yeah, and there's all kinds of stuff with that that's all very real. Yeah, you know.
1: but the time travel thing, the Montauk chair it just all sounds a little crazy
0: yeah just bringing things into being that yeah i mean it's just stuff that i like i don't think you can do that with a uh, you know a computer as powerful as you know a fucking dreamcast i think you got to have something a little bit stronger and- like i i just don't think like uh, you, you know there's certain things where it's like oh we're definitely way further along but it's like if if you could do this back then some guy with a raspberry Pi and a neckbeard would have figured it out now. Right. We'd
1: have a version of it.
0: For sure. Maybe that's
1: what the 3D printer is.
0: Yeah, you'd be able to BitTorrent some sort of teleportation mod for your Steam account or something.
1: What if every 3D printer is connected to some fucking dude sitting in a Montauk (laughs) chair who's just just like, No!
0: Just shitting out little uh, fucking Tamagotchi (laughs) trinkets. Fucking
1: printing out Homer Simpson statues and shit. He
0: just farts and then some guy's a gun. (laughs) You're like, oh, okay. I guess that's where it comes from.
1: So that's that's the Montauk project in the Philadelphia experiment. Uh that's our episode.
0: Yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah. I like the nice well I like the ones that aren't real so you don't have to feel too terrified. Right. Yeah. It
1: doesn't uh make me afraid to walk outside. Yeah,
0: it doesn't make me afraid of dust reading <laughs> yeah. my mind like some of our other shows.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh this is a free episode. Don't forget you can get bonus episodes on patreon.com/unpops. Just five dollars a month, you get bonus episodes of this, and
0: I believe that gives you access to about ninety-five hours a day of shows. It's yeah, it's pretty good. De- it's pra- the best deal on Patreon, I would say.
1: We crank it out, That's yep, for goddamn sure. And uh, come to the Unpops live stand-up show every last Saturday of the month at Hollywood Hotel. Uh, we haven't booked the February show yet, but we will. Yeah,
0: get off our dick. Yeah, we have. We got fucking. We got chairs to investigate. Yeah.
1: Uh, Connor, what do you have to plug?
0: Oh, man. If you want to see me uh, coming up on the road, uh, February 6th, Laugh's Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, by the way, tickets for all these shows are on my website at conorrexpan.com. I met some cool Mean Boys Unpops listeners last time I was up there, and I always bring people presents uh, if they come uh, come see me or whatever. I give them little uh, goodies, so oh, yeah? if that sweetens the deal. And I do like to meet people. It's fun. So I'll be there. I'll be at the uh, Comedy Palace in San Diego the 8th and the 9th if you want to come say hi down in SD. Reno at the uh, Reno Tahoe Underground Comedy something or other, uh, March 14th through the 16th and then a big old mean boys tour all through the south me keith carey and tom goss going to houston austin dallas kansas city st louis nashville uh atlanta and orlando so uh tickets for those will be up on meanboyspodcast.com and come see your show it's fun we always have a big party afterwards a bunch of great we get the dominatrix is there you know it's at some point we got to tase tom for this new itunes review goal sure, challenge someone sure. sent yeah. us a taser in the mail already so that'll be a whole big fun party if you want to come check it out
1: Nice. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Connor, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.
0: People
1: of Earth, your planet is about to be destroyed.